this is an older one, man. Shit. You got this shit slapped. the episode that I currently am doing, well, the episode that I just did that you guys didn't even listen to yet, technically, but you will eventually, was a couple videos, just me chilling out, man, like, since throughout the week, I haven't really been getting as much time as I usually get, you know, to be able to podcast and shit, kind of been bummed out over it, not gonna lie. And, you know, I try to make up for it as much as possible. And I think tonight will be that case. All right. Just did like a, I did an episode under two hours. Ended up getting lost in Jersey somewhere. Like I was in, I was in like fucking South Jersey, I think. And I'm like, all right, bro, let me fucking turn around before I end up in like another state. So throughout that episode, we talked about, you know, the truth about, you know, modern women today when it comes to relationships, dating, their selection of men, etc. And then uh, we talked about women who are 40 and older, who still have the same sort of mindset that a bitch in her 30s has, which which usually means she's not going to change. And then we ended it off with the path of a woman's self-destruction being E-V-E, relative to Eve within the story in the Bible, the Garden of Eden, Eve being Eve being built from the rib of man, right? From man. So both belong to one another. So let me let me just give a disclaimer. This is gonna sound like some separatist bullshit, 
But keep in mind, this is a natural reaction that men are going to have when dealing with these type of bitches. We rather would have nothing to do with them. Okay. If 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 like I said this last night, like if if I know that you've been with a guy and you fucked that guy within two days, don't put me on no waiting list, bitch, because I'm not complying. You better keep that shit under. That better be kept under fucking uh, lock and chain, bitch. Because when I find out you just fucked the guy just because he's he seems good looking. And then you find another guy, and then you want that guy. You better make sure that that shit is covered up, bitch. You better make sure. But anyway, connected to Eve, the destruction of not only herself, but um, immortality as a whole, creates this idea, E-V-E, entitlement, vanity, expectation. Okay? We're still going to dig a little bit into that. We're actually going to focus... The video that I'm doing now, or the video, the episode that I'm doing tonight, right now, which is 9.17 p.m., and what I'll be doing tomorrow, which on Sunday, I'll be doing two episodes connected to the same thing, different videos, different, I'm going to try to have, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come from a different perspective with this one, right? We're still going to keep it raw, real, and red pill, as usual, you know. You get it. And like I said, we just bullshitting around. I got enough weed. I got enough weed to smoke. I got some money in my pocket. Full tank of gas. No plans. Well, this is my plan. A pretty damn good plan at that. A nice lengthy pause size video from Taylor DeFiend. Content creator, dude, like, I've been going over this guy, it, it, it's been, it's been, like, on rotation, like, because, like, I, I used to fuck with, I, I used to fuck with, um, you know, certain groups, like, I try to mix things up, I try to find new content creators to mention, not because the ones that I currently listen to are getting old, but I realized like what my concept is with the Red Pill Party is displaying other people who have valid information on a fair use basis. It's just Taylor the Fiend, Replicant Fish, these guys have been on fire, you know what I'm saying, for so many amounts of time. The consistency of the videos inspires me to be more consistent with what I do. So it's it's like a, it's a compliment. It's complimentary where I'll play a Taylor the Fiend video. Shout out to the UK, of course, because like yo, we're all in this shit together as men. Whether people want to admit it or not, like oh yeah, you can separate yourself from oh not the MGTOWs. Like fuck all that shit, dude. We're all men at the end of the day, and if we disagree, we should be able to come together and have some discord where it, it doesn't seem like just a shouting contest. And maybe at the end of it all. We can come to an understanding. See what I mean? But I do realize like a lot of people, like I said, Austria D, Coach Gray Adams, which I play. I, I don't pay. I don't play CGA as much, mostly because he doesn't really have clips. He has like long fucking three and a half hour live streams. And if I wanted to, which I may start doing, 
I can clip it myself, but then I don't want to do that because that seems kind of... I'd rather play a person's entire video and then give them a shout out than just clip off something important that they say and like ignore the other aspect of it. Like I, I'm not trying to do that. So, for all that being said, we should just jump right into this shit, shouldn't we? We got a 36-minute video. You guys know I pause every like two and a half... 30 fucking seconds. So this 36 minute video could possibly take two hours. Um, the video is called, if I can get the auto rotate working on this phone. The video is called, I got a divorce, dirty plus year old woman divorces husband. And I don't, I don't know what else. I don't know what else is being addressed. Um, this bitch hit me up. I'm not hitting her back. Don't want to talk. Anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> back to the episode. Um, yeah, it's about a bitch who got divorced, but you guys should already know how Taylor the Fiend does it. It's usually a compilation, so it's not just this. It's probably something else. But without further ado, man, let's just jump right into it. So I just got out of a six year long marriage and I'm entering the dating world as a single mom. Tough. It has been an adventure. And the other night I went on a first date. Oh, I can imagine it's an adventure for you, dear. Single mother in the dating market. There's no bigger failure. Let me just say something, right? Cause I get tired. I really do. Like if there's one thing that triggers and bothers me with women is the fact that they can be failures and get away with it. They can be failures they can accomplish nothing in life right they can essentially be female failures that's that's and, and they can get away with it they can come up with excuses of why they're like that a single mother a, a single mother on a dating app is the representation of failure. Bitches can't say anything else. Bitches can no longer criticize. Like, I don't want to hear bitches criticize men about this and that. When you have a child, no father in the child's life, right? You, you as a woman, you are a failure. That. Stop looking at men as your failure when, bitch, you have nothing going on. You criticize about what a man does for a living, but all you do is sit on social media all day. You're a fucking failure of a woman. But enjoy it because the world isn't going to criticize you like I criticize you. I'm that special someone that you need to let you know, bitch, you're not important. You're on a dating app because you can't find a man. You're a single mother, which represents the, the idea that you've already had a chance to have a family and live happily ever after, but you failed. So what does a woman do? She goes on the dating apps. She pretends that she's still the shit. And let's see what happens. And on the way to the date, I started to get worried that I was not dressed up nice enough. I was wearing jeans and Timberland boots because it was cold. And I was like, man, what's this guy going to be wearing? But when I got there, he was in sweatpants mm -hmm. and a long sleeve t-shirt. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't worried anymore. And yes, I looked at him and I said, why are you wearing sweatpants? And he's... Let me, let me, let me help you out. You're a single mother, right? 
you're a single mother, you have a child, his belief of dressing the part for a bitch like you, a single mother, no, no general disrespect to single mothers. It's just y'all gotta, y'all, y'all gotta realize that y'all, y'all took in a big L. Bitches aren't really that great when it comes to acknowledging the fact that they're a failure. The bitch just took an L. Comes across the man who just wants to fuck because now as a single mother, women need to know this, as a single mother on a dating app, you will only be looked at as a plate, dear. No man in his right mind, no masculine man of his right mind is just going to volunteer his services as a man to take care of a child that is not his. And on top of that, to be with a woman who's already given up her womb. Let's let's keep it. Let's keep it a buck 50 here. All right. Said verbatim because I do not give a so gangster. I'm here to tell you right now. Gangster. We don't care. Let me tell Gangster. You. We don't care. Wow, we are off to a rolling beginning. Yeah. And let me just say, things only went downhill from there. I found out after our second drink, because I was like, keep him coming, baby. Yeah. Um, that he was recently out of rehab and that he relapsed from time to time. Okay. Also, he mentioned, I don't know why, I don't know why we went out because he mentioned that I'm not his type at all because yeah. he's 28 yep. and he doesn't want to get married until he's 50 when he no. can be rich enough to marry a young 20 year old. And no. I'm 27. So clearly I'm. You're undateable. You're undateable. You're undateable. You have a child. Let's, let's translate this. Women who are single mothers. And you notice how even though she's a failure of a woman, the guy has to be worse. Remember, with these women, the guy has to be worse than the man. Even though we know that this bitch is a failure as is, you're already a single mother on a dating app looking for a man. You failed. Now, now it's, well, the guy, the guy was a recovered drug addict. And I don't know why I stayed in the date because you were attracted to him. That's why you stayed into the date. You wanted to play your bitches gamble when it comes to this shit. That's why they get fucked over and hurt the most, because they they believe that this bad boy can be turned into Prince Charming. He it, it could probably happen. It's just you're not the woman to do that. You're not capable, dear. Handle that L. Already too old for him. I literally think he was just bored and wanted somebody to talk to that night. Like I don't know why else he invited me out. Hey, clan rally music. Sons of Anarchy music. <laughs> SOA. So here we have a divorced single mother who has divorced her husband and she has gone back out into the dating market and she has come to realize that the grass is not greener on the other side. What is you know, all these women guys, they, uh, they believe in the strong and independent women yep. narrative and they go out here, they divorce their husbands mm -hmm. and they realize, oh crap, men are not committing to me. Men are not interested in me. Men don't care anymore about me. Okay, why can't you... This is like a secret that uh, I don't even know if I want to expose this. Whew. This is difficult to say. Women, men never truly gave a shit about you 
It's what you are as woman. In the same way, you don't give a shit about a man only for what he can produce as man. It's the same with you bitches. It's just guys like, like, see, I have nothing to prove to you bitches. So I, I can be the villain. I, I can be the bad, I can be the bad guy now and have no guilt in the world of doing so. God, bitches need to know that you're not interested. You're not interesting guys the way that you think you are. Like if you had to cover yourself up, that's why bitches don't go out in the winter because they can't reveal themselves. <laughs> Bitch, she'll be cute with a with a with a with a first down jacket, but she ain't gonna be hot in it. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> she'll be cute in it. She won't be hot in it. Summertime come, that's why I'm I'm just waiting, man. I'm like I'm like Birdman doing the Birdman hand rub, waiting for these fucking whores to come during the summertime. This shit is gonna be fun. Cause like I'm in I'm in another form like. Where I was at, where I was at, like, last year, right? Where I was at last year, it wasn't even that I was worst off or I, I was, I'm just so better now. It's just my mindset is better. Like, I'm in a better state of mind. So, like, I don't, I don't need to put myself in situations in order to just be with women. Like, I don't give a fuck about it. Let me just keep the money that I'm making and let me just keep the sanity that I have. That's that's kind of the trade-off that I've gotten into in my life. Like I no longer I no longer care about this idea of impressing bitches. If I need to say things that may that that you know that may ruffle some feathers, so the fuck what? Like I don't I don't put myself in a fucking situation. I don't put myself in a situation where as a guy, I have to impress women. As a guy, I have to provide for women. Those days are over, women. Realize that. Guys don't give a fuck about you like that. And it's not because, well, yeah, a lot of us are pieces of shit. But it's only been of, it's only been of aid and of service to dealing with you bitches long enough. Being manipulated, being lied to by these fucking tramps that that right there that's that's all bitches generally represent like look at it as what benefits man like think about it like this what what benefits man from woman in relationship besides the usual starfish sex that she'll give a guy just because they're together what real benefits, what core benefits does man get from relationships? Not much. I challenge women to answer that. What benefit do you give men besides sex in a long-term relationship? I can name a few things that guys give women, and that's just that that right there. And we got a fucking stupid white motherfucking mask wearing faggot walking in the middle of the street, typical fashion, only in Jersey. Uh, you'll have you'll have a man give a woman time, effort, energy, money, resources, tangibles, 
uh, shelter if needed, uh, transportation if necessary. Guys are essentially taught to do that off of instinct. That's why I said in the last episode, guys are more considerate than today's women. Guys, it's not that guys are just better. No. Mm -mm. A lot of guys are just pieces of shit. But it's just that guys have the mindset of wanting to be better. And a lot of men, a, a small percentage I would actually have to say, including myself, we focus on the self-development game. And like this shit may come as like red pill rage and I'm just wilding the fuck out. No, I get passionate about what I talk. I get passionate about this shit because this is something that I connect myself to. And if you're dealing with and, and been around these type of women long enough, you it's been there, done that. You've, you've, you've heard it all before. It's just the consistency of it. It's not the fact that a woman says, where are the good men? It's a, it's now a trend where women are on TikTok looking for quote unquote good men, getting dumpster fucked by, by any man that has a price tag on them or any man that can essentially buy a bitch or any man that can keep a bitch just off of money, which would be seen as a good thing. But let that man run out of money. Let that man run out of money. Just step up and wife up a divorced single mother. And you know what, guys? I have no sympathy for these women who, you know, fail to stay with their husbands. People treat marriage these days as if it's just like shoes. You know, you just change your pair whenever you feel like it because Big Daddy government will come in and subsidize your life if you choose to remove a man. But what is going on, guys? It is Taylor the Fiend back again with another response video. And on today's show, guys, we are going to be kicking it off by breaking down a clip from this woman right here who is a freshly divorced single mother. Guys, before we jump into it, as always, make sure that you come and join us over on Locals. The link is in the description. There's exclusive content for supporters. And if you're not a supporter, that's totally cool too. We're archiving a lot of content slowly and moving it over there, guys, because we don't really know what the hell we're allowed to say with our YouTube overlord Susan these days. So make sure that you come and join up, guys. Totally free if you just want to come and see some of the archived content. Uh, but let's jump into what this woman has to say. Don't forget to leave your thoughts and your comments. Let's take a listen. So I just got out of a six year long marriage and I'm entering the dating world as a single mom. It has been an adventure. Yeah, I bet. I, I actually believe her when she uses the word adventure. Yep. Okay, because what these, like, it amazes me that we- Listen, 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 listen. Single mother on dating app equals, this is what it breaks down to. Because remember, just because a woman is a single mother on a dating app doesn't mean she's looking for Prince Charming. Now, it doesn't mean because in her mind, she may still feel and she may still, in fact, be still attractive and still be able to turn some heads for men. It's just she knows that the bad boys that she comes across, they're they're only going to come across her face. They're not going to come around later on. They're going to come when they need to. They're going to ejaculate and evacuate. 
got a whole bunch of men going out here choosing willingly lord knows why to date these single mothers and then they think easy access to pussy um vulnerability like like i don't know how to say that word properly like vulnerable 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 women are women are vulnerable at that age or at that stage woman just woman just wants to believe that she's loved she doesn't necessarily and this is the crazy thing and i'll prove it to you a lot of women right they'll actually they'll come across guys who will show them love now they won't accept it then because they're at an age where they can't process it but they know what it is they just don't want it from them right now let's take love from a man or what, what love would be for a man what most men would consider love respect consideration things like that guys want to know that if they lose their job <clears throat> or if they're not able to make the money that they used to is that woman still going to be around that's love to a man a woman who doesn't only she she not only doesn't leave the man when he loses his job she she's more attentive to that man because she knows she doesn't know but she would understand how difficult it is to bounce back and will actually be there to help a man by all most women have to do is just be there men don't ask for much believe it or not women we're not as materialistic as you most of us as men are not materialistic at all. Like I said, I've been having money in my pocket for like the past four days. I was supposed to get clothes. I don't give a fuck about pressing no fucking body. I would get clothes only because I want them. And I mentioned this before, which is kind of funny. I'm going to mention it again. Like, you know, when I was growing up, you know, I kind of learned because I had brothers and shit and like my brother's well, it's hard. Like, as I get older, I can realize now, like, my brothers were essentially Sigma males. They were, they're not, they they were alphas to an extent. Like, they played football and basketball. They were both good at football. One was really good at basketball. So they had, like, alpha male, alpha male characteristics, but they weren't, like, they weren't really braggadocious about it. You know what I mean? And as I gotten older, I, I kind of, I didn't take bits and pieces from them. I just observed and sort of modified it to fit me. But at the same time, I'm completely different than both my brothers. <laughs> like when when people like realize like who my my family members are and shit, they're like, "Yo, how the fuck are you related to them?" I'm like, "Man, I try to ask myself that question every day." And like I said, I don't I don't say that in a fucked up way. I just say that in the fact that I'm just different. You know what I'm saying? Like. I like different things. I like talking about different things. And by the way, big shout out to to my to my oldest uh, my oldest beloved brother turned forty today. Old piece of shit. God damn, forty years old. The four o, not the ounce. Forty age, <laughs> not a forty ounce. You know, as you know, as I've gotten older. And maybe it's just me. It, it just becomes less important. It's important because, yeah, I've made it and I'm, I'm 
very grateful to make it to it to the age that I've made it. I have a, a good amount of friends who, who who unfortunately didn't make it to my age. You know, I think about that a lot, but I don't think about it in the terms of like being scared to die. I don't. I don't. I don't even think about it anymore because I know it's coming. It's inevitable. So why why waste your time being fearful about the inevitable? You can live, and like I, I, that's that's kind of like and it's not no life coach shit. It's just fucking common fucking sense, dude. Like. You're going to just sit around and fear death and prevent yourself from living. The fear of death is death itself. You can kill yourself due to fear. Heart attacks, strokes, shit like that, fucking issues along the way. That comes from that mentality of not wanting to die. Everybody's going to die. People try to use the legacy ordeal. Well, if you have kids, you'll be able to carry it. Fuck all that. And I'm not saying that towards anybody. I'm saying that just from my point of view. Like, I don't really give a fuck about... It's not that I don't care about having children. It's just I don't care for the search for women in order to have the children. If I get to a point in life where I'm just successful enough to just to really maintain and be comfortable not have to work as much focus on my passions like the podcast I would adopt a kid like if I had to like dude I don't give like I would adopt like a baby and I would raise I would raise that baby I would raise that child like it's mine because as a man I'm I'm more hardwired to do that than a woman believe it or not unless that unless that baby comes out of her womb she's not going to have that real consideration unless it's a guy that she's really interested in because believe it or not, gents, why do you think single fathers are not put on the chopping block as much as women? Think about it. Think about it. That's how that's how uh, Black Ram 313 says it. Think about it. Why do you think single fathers aren't put on the chopping block by society? Think about it. Because a single father, look at rappers. I brought this up before. Rappers and entertainers, they're not in a they're not in a bad position for being single fathers. Especially, yo, if a bitch, if a bitch has half of the sense in her fucking mind, she comes across a nigga like Kanye West or future motherfuckers who are just made out of money at this point in their lives. You think they're gonna give a shit that these motherfucking men are single fathers? think no they're not in fact they're going to actually know that that man is more responsible than the next man because he actually has responsibility of life this is fucking facts <laughs> that's why single fathers are out there aren't put on a chopping block a bitch would actually and I, and i can prove this a bitch well, let me just say this a woman in general would probably put more consideration in a guy with kids than just a young guy out there probably fucking everything moving. Because that guy is already displaying characteristics that she's generally interested in for the long run. Y'all niggas better wake the fuck up, man. 
I'm out here driving around again smoking weed. This time I'm in my neck of the woods, Burlington County area. So I'm driving around like I'm going somewhere, man. <laughs> I'm out here thugging right now. I repeat. <coughs> I'm out here thugging out here in New Jersey. Driving around for no fucking reason. Dropping raw, real, and red pills. Smoking some weed that is like giving me, the, I don't even know what the fuck I'm smoking, but this shit has given me a boost of energy that I can't even describe. I would never be this energetic, 945. You know why I'm driving past? This is why I'm driving past my old stomping ground, my old jobs. Man, I fucking hated this building. Hated the people even more. I wouldn't name the fucking... <laughs> No, I ain't gonna do that. I would name the area that I'm in, but I would kind of tell myself now, would I? Especially with the shit I talk about. Let a bitch find out where I fucking work at. I'll lose my job soon. <laughs> I'll definitely be losing my job. Definitely be uh, filing for unemployment. But I'm not gonna do that. <clears throat> yeah, I'm driving past, like, I'm in the neighborhood of the where I used to work at, my last job and shit. I don't know why I just did it by instinct because like this was just one of the routes that I was just used to driving so much. It's funny because once I stopped working, they finally fixed these fucked up roads. When I did have to drive here, I'll be riding over potholes every fucking 10 feet, but I'm good now, man. But, you know, it's that to me... It's fucked up to say this, but like, and like I said, I'm not one of those, well, let me turn this way. I haven't driven down this way in a while. I'm not one of those guys who will just connect to any man because of being man. Like that's woman shit. That's, that's like the sisterhood and that's like feminism in a nutshell. They'll just gather, they'll gather women because they're women. They don't, they'll, and they'll be surprised and they'll actually be upset when a woman thinks differently than what the majority of women think, right? Like, that's why I give credibility to, like, all of, like, not all of them, but a good amount of the female content creators who talk about this shit because they're actually, they're doing something that really doesn't benefit them. <laughs> I mean, it benefits them in the sense of what she's doing is exposing the nature of modern women. So... She's doing more service to man than woman. But in the long run, because she is woman, she won't get as much blowback. You see what I mean? But I do give credit, a lot of credit, and I show a lot of appreciation to those women. A lot of people say whatever they want to say about uh, Melanie King, but I think Melanie King is all right. I think she has a lot of good information. I think it's always important to hear what women think, especially productive functioning logical women it's good to hear their thoughts on this going on because like if a guy's if a guy's being 100 with you and he's not trying to be a costume alpha and he's and he's just he's comfortable with who he is and how he is he'll tell you that you know those women are appreciated it's just that we often don't see those women so it's very hard to acknowledge something that we don't really see now is there pretty pretty difficult and I'm sure these bimbos, these dusty ass bitches, they can say the same thing. 
fucking dusty, dusty termite looking bitches. Just, just, they're just out there eating wood. That's all them bitches. They just dusty, dusty termite looking bitches just out there eating wood, deteriorating dicks. Cause she don't, cause like she doesn't, there's no chill with a lot of women. I want guys to really understand what I mean by this. A chill woman for a man is like a dream come true. Like imagine a woman who's attractive, but who she just really wants to be under one guy. She doesn't want to go out there like that. She she has friends, like she has a life, but her life doesn't just consist on being looked at as a sex object. Oh, she has a man, so she has responsibility to that man. Like you, you don't see a lot of women like that, but you'll see a boatload of guys on average who would sign up for that. They'd sign up for that lifestyle. They would sign up for the lifestyle of taking care of a woman. And you got to understand that's not simp shit. That's just what we do as men. If you think about it with, with the red pill, we have gone against our natural because women have gone against their natural ways. We've done the same. So now we can't we can't make our life about providing for these type of women. That's just the truth. And we, just as women, who go against their biology in the sense of being responsible, being reasonable, being respectful, they end up being tramps that try to sleep around like the 10 to 15 and even 20% of men that do it. They forget that there's only 10, 15 to 20% of men that do it. The 80% of men, they, they, they couldn't even do it if they generally wanted to. There's a lot of guys, believe it or not, women, their morals and their ethics would not allow them to just be with multiple women just to be with multiple women. Believe it or not, there's guys, and it's not just the religious guys, it's just guys who, who fucking think. <laughs> like guys say, like, think about it. We all had a phase in our lives where we just imagine being with multiple women. I brought this up before because I, I had two threesomes in my life with the same, not the same women. Like I, the girl I was fucking with, it, it was another chick. It was one chick that was a classmate. And then it was another chick later on, like two years later. The first one was the best one, but both were still just regular sexual experiences. <laughs> it wasn't nothing like too big to really go home and write about. But I just remember like that phase in my life to just, I just wanted to do it. You know, like if I could do it, I'd do it. And I did it and I'm cool with doing it. It was just, it was that point in my life though when I realized that, you know, whatever people think this shit is, like incels, like whatever incels think pussy is, it really ain't. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, the importance of it for me, and believe it or not, like, I'm more what you would consider pseudo-traditional. I see pussy valuable only in the primary source of childbirth. I mean, sex at this point, a man can't take sex seriously. I know that sounds silly. But let me explain. Sex for certain women have just became transactional. So, 
Like, like if if woman, if woman could, she would just sell her pussy to the highest bidder. Like she, if if women were virgins, and if some guy from overseas had millions of dollars and was willing to buy her virginity, with the influence of women just getting money off of men anyway. Do you think that would be something that would be impossible that a woman wouldn't give up her virginity for a large sum of money? When we already know sex sells, so she might as well sell sex. Dig it? Like that's just the reality of it. And the source of things, I I won't say this like AD cuz AD says it like this motherfucker's hardcore with it. Like this nigga don't give a shit. You know what I mean? And I know he doesn't like to use the N-word and shit, so I don't I I have I have like consideration for people like that, so I only reference him that because I'm black and he's black. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. But I know this nigga. <laughs> this nigga said that women and the core of, and look, this is harsh shit. But I'm gonna be honest with you. I can't disagree with it. I just can't co-sign it either. Women at the core are essential prostitutes. That's what he said, and that's what I can agree on, but I just won't back it. And this is why I say this. Given the opportunity, once a woman already had sex with three guys, you would have to uh, you would have to assume that sex to her isn't necessarily like like sex, sex to these women wouldn't really be as important as it was with the first or second guy. After that third guy, sex is what it is. Now, now a woman's heightened activity of sex is usually late teens to mid-twenties. Right? So by that time, sex is just routine. She knows tricks. She knows positions. As CGA would say, bitches is doing monkey double backflips on cocks. Or as AD would say, bitches are deep throat and telephone poles. These fucking worldwide whorehounds are out here on the prowl once again. So at, at its core, if a woman generally felt that she had no money, she can't pay the bills, she can't take care of her car the way that she used to, she'll sell some pussy. If she giving up... If she's giving up the pussy just off of instinct, like bitches, bitches use their vaginas as like weapons of mass destruction. Bitches, what, what, what they enjoy doing is they'll use their sex as like a mechanism to just entice a man and to keep a man just completely distracted. These are the men who become completely distracted by the box. The box possesses strange powers and majestic fucking, like, majestic <laughs> fucking Harry Potter-like uh, supernatural capabilities to these men. And these are, these would, these would be considered your simps and manginas. These are your guys who will sell out for pussy. Throw a man under the bus for pussy. Kill a man over pussy. Fight a man over pussy. You know what I mean? And 
they become manginas in the sense that they're now they're now only fueled and only motivated by pussy vagina they will put pussy on pedestal they will put pussy before man they will put pussy before child they will put pussy before priorities right i'm out here fucking spitting facts nigga <laughs> not here spitting facts, man. These are the guys who, by the way, the women aren't interested in. Keep that in mind. The women do not find these men attractive in most cases. The men do not realize that they're only being used. And that's when the mangina part comes in. That's where the Will Smith energy comes in. The Will Smith low frequency. <laughs> the William Smith low frequency. Bitches, now, now they'll take these guys and break them down completely. If given the opportunity, and if a man is not red pill aware, he will get dragged throughout the relationship. He will get dragged later on within the divorce courts. He will get dragged in society. Like I said, Will Smith is only used because he's a celebrity. People know about his dysfunctional ass now. Any guy who will smack a man behind a woman any man any man who does that is willing to die over a woman and to be willing to die over a woman from a gi jane joke has to be one of the dumbest this will smith character has to be one of the dumbest niggas i've ever came across in my life yes it this includes tv people in person it this includes everything this had to be the dumbest shit like you've already like you've already fucked up as a man when you sat down across from this fucking skank on the red table talk saying all this dumb shit allowing this bitch to pretty much tell you that she's been cucking you the fuck out while you're a decline of a marriage in which you should have ended like the Will Smith situation's funny, but it's also sad because it's a guy, and this is how most guys get. They get to a point where they make enough, so they figure they got everything figured out. That's why, like, once if you ever like for me, and this is just me being honest, with how I feel today about like dating modern women, I would it would be that on steroids if I had a large sum of cash on me. Are you fucking kidding me? Like think about it. And it's worse as if you're like a celebrity, your best option is just you could just fuck a bitch who's not famous. You can go you can get with a woman who's not famous. <coughs> but here's the problem. And I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. This is the problem. Once you putting her in the spotlight, she's in there. 
once you like if you're a celebrity think about it like this if you're a celebrity even a b-list like fuck it like if you're just not even seven figures if you're getting like six figures just like you know low-end celebrity and you're starting to get a name for yourself any civilian that you deal with any woman any female civilian and regular guys like guys you hang out with if they're around you long enough, they become a part of the public eye. Now, for certain friends, certain friends will be like, nah, man, I'd rather not have my face out there. Other guys, they want to chase it just like a bitch. So they're like, fuck it, where are we going? Who's going to be there? You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> it's like, it's like the idea of, like, if you have siblings, because me, I have, I grew up with two siblings, but I have multiple, you know, siblings. I'll, even, I'll get into that probably in another episode. I have a lot, I have a lot of family members. <clears throat> You're just not in close proximity. Um, like I said, motherfucker, uh, my stepbrother, my stepbrother, he in fucking uh, Oklahoma. He live in Oklahoma City and shit. I got another stepbrother. Uh, I got another stepbrother and that nigga's in... Uh, North Carolina. So I got people, I got people scattered like family or like people, what you would consider family to just be scattered across, you know, the fucking country essentially. But y'all know the vibes, man. I'm driving around. It's 10 02. Nighttime, man. I'm smoking this. I don't know. I'm going to call this, this some like Red Bull weed or some shit, man. I feel like I drunk on like two Red Bulls. I gotta go in here and grab a blunt. Do I have my papers on me? I probably have my papers. Hopefully I got my papers. Fuck around, roll a joint. You know what I mean? We gonna play this, uh, we gonna play the rest of this shit cause I got, I usually, uh, I usually be wildin', but Fuck it. We're going to continue this shit. That like any form of quote unquote connection that they build with these women is actually real. Guys, take note of the word that this woman used right here. She's been out on an adventure. Do you want to wife up a re-wife up, excuse me, a girl who has gone on an, you know, been on adventures with dudes? I don't know uh, if that's the word you'd want to hear, but hey, maybe you're into that. And the other night I went on a first date and on the way to the date, I started to get worried that I was not dressed up nice enough. I was wearing jeans and Timberland boots because it was cold. And I was like, man, what's this guy going to be wearing? But when I got there. Pause right here. Okay. You'll get a lot of questions from guys saying crap like, you know, why doesn't my wife dress up for me anymore? Why doesn't my girlfriend dress up for me? Crap like that. But she'll go out dressed up to the town. Notice how this woman is going out to re, you know, meet an essentially random dude. And she is concerned that she is dressed up, in my view, not dressed down enough. So notice how she says she doesn't feel dressed up enough because she's too covered up because it's cold. Right? Yeah, that should tell you everything you need to know, guys. I don't care how many times these girls say like, oh, I go out on the town for myself with my girls just to have some fun. It's like you, you dress the way you do to get attention from dudes, which is cool. But like, let's just not lie about it, eh?
He was in sweatpants and a long sleeve t-shirt. So I wasn't worried anymore. And yes, I looked at him and I said, why are you wearing sweatpants? And he said verbatim, because I do not give a So. And uh, these girls sure know how to pick them, don't they? Right? For girls who say that they want caring, compassionate men, it's just super convenient, right? It just has to be one of the most convenient things on the face of the planet. How they always seem to end up, you know, having these uh, fun adventures, shall we say, with dudes who, quote, literally don't give a damn about what they even wear to set it in, right? And that's why she's seeing him, because he doesn't care. Right, you will have dudes come out of marriages, come out of relationships, and they'll be like, man, I put in so much effort into this relationship, I did everything for her, and she left. Yeah, that's exactly why she left. Right, like, I don't care. I, I would much rather watch what the people say rather than what they do. And these girls, they spend all of their time chasing dudes who don't give a crap. Don't believe me, guys. See how much time girls spend on their phones, right? You, you, like, it's insane. Wow, we are off to a rolling beginning. And let me just say, things only went downhill from there. I found out after our second drink, because I was like, keep him coming, baby, um, that he was recently out of rehab and that he relapsed from time to time. Yeah, and she's smiling and giggling while she says this, by the way. Like, this is just, like, this is funny. Do you guys not, if you were in this situation, would you not like, okay, let, let me pose a hypothetical question to you, okay? You are considering making this woman your girlfriend, and then you find this video. How embarrassing is this, right? Like, am, like a lot of these girls, they want to be treated like you know, wined and dined, and treated like a princess, and you know, be be privy to elite social circles that you, as a man, have developed after years of grinding in your craft and developing a reputable name. Okay, so when they get in these situations, like, why would you take a girl? into a sit into a social into a social situation knowing how embarrassing this stuff is that exists of her on the internet you know like am i supposed to like introduce you to my friends um you know have a long-term relate introduce you to my parents when this is what they can find of you on the internet you just going out with random dudes who are coming out of rehab uh, uh who don't give a crap who are wearing like i, I forget what he's wearing like sweatpants or something like, and I'm the guy that you're now with, like, you accepted something, like, so what, like, it just, it just makes no sense, man. It just makes no sense. Also, he mentioned, I don't know why, I don't know why we went out, because he mentioned that I'm not his type at all, because he's 28, and he doesn't want to get married until he's 50, when he can be rich enough to marry a young 20-year-old. And I'm... The reason why you went out with him is because he didn't care, and because you're not his type. Girls will become so incredibly insecure. Like, if, for example, guys, if a girl is like in any way attached to you and she's a blonde girl, okay, and she asks, you know, oh, you know, what type of girls are you into? Or like, what do you find attractive? Any any of those sorts of questions. And you say, oh, I like brunettes. Let's, okay, let's just say the girl that you're that's attracted to you is a tall blonde. Right? And you say like, oh, I'm into kind of like as a tall guy, I'm into, you know, girls who are a little bit shorter and I really like brunettes, right? Watch that girl eventually just change her hair to brown and like stop wearing heels. You see what I'm saying? Like they become so insecure when you say, oh, you're not my type.
because they're used to being everybody's type. You see that, guys? They're used to dudes just, you know, I watched a guy, uh, I, I can't remember his name for the life of me. I watched a video before I recorded today's video that you're watching right now. And this was the most hilarious crap I've ever seen. It was like some, uh, some, I forget your name, bro. I apologize. It was like a very black pilled dude. He's a young dude. Uh, and he was making a video doing, you know, Tinder experiments, just saying outlandish crap to these women. And, but he did one video where he was pretending to be a MILF or a GILF, he called it, right? And the dudes in the DMs were so down bad. It's ridiculous. A lot of these women, and that, that guy's hilarious, by the way. If anyone wants to drop his name in the comments, hilarious videos. Um, these girls are used to getting pandered to. So when they don't, all of a sudden, it's like a moth to a flame type situation. 27, so clearly I'm already too old for him. I literally think he was just bored and wanted somebody to talk to that night. Like, I don't know why else he invited me out. Oh, yeah, to, to talk to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's it. Like, we're just not. I can't believe he's still stuck on the same bitch. I thought I came in. I took a while. I didn't take that long. I went in, grabbed my papers. Forgot that I got me some raw papers this time around just to try to put a little haul to all these fucking blunts I've been smoking. Did I bring my papers? If I didn't, I'm going to be very upset. No, I had them on me. Hold up. I'm not fucking losing it. Oh, okay. It's on me. I was about to say. Maybe I'm losing my fucking mind. I remember getting these organic hemp raw papers. Okay. Organic hemp raw papers. That is the sponsor of today. They're not sponsoring me. I just wanted to mention them. These are good papers. And when you have good ass weed, it's good that you roll with raw. All right. Yo, send me my check. Y'all niggas already know, man. I'm a spokesman overnight. Anyway, <clears throat> let's get back to the fucking video obviously you know leaving out the uh the critical elements here but you know it is what it is but guys we are going to be jumping into some more clips here um this is a bit of a mashup of i think it's when women get rejected um so as we go through again make sure to leave your thoughts and your comments and let's take a listen to some more clips and these are of different uh different girls altogether. girls don't want flowers for valentine's day we want cows you wait so you want to get married Right. I, I see a lot of women say that they want to get married and they remember this is selective. A lot of guys forget this shit. You would have to be in a certain caliber of man for women to see you in this fashion. I think this is why a lot of guys who may have considered themselves red pill aware or who can even acknowledge the red pill if they become black pill. Because think about it. You're constantly being told you're not good enough. You're just not that type of guy that she wants, right? You're constantly being told this, but you're also still being handed blue pills. Oh, there's a special someone for everyone. So these guys just go, they go completely rogue. They say, fuck this shit. We're out. Now, there's two ways, in my opinion, as man, red pill within like just red pill knowledge and just red pill understanding. 
or just the understanding within the manosphere, right? And that can include MGTOW, because a lot of MGTOWs don't want to be tied into Red Pill. For me, it's all the same shit. Like, I have the mentality now, just we're all in it together. But if people are going to argue and bitch and complain about who's more successful and this and that, then it's a funny topic because you really find out the people who are there to help others and those who are just there benefiting off of it. So you really separate the real from the fake at that point. But really, <clears throat> going rogue, <laughs> this is just a side rant. I've gone rogue seven, probably eight years ago. And by going rogue, I mean <clears throat> in the sense of Whatever you considered relationships to be 10 years ago, take away the time, the effort, consideration, add on and multiply the possibilities of promiscuity from the woman, any type of baggage, any type of issues in the past relationships, any type of traumatic experiences in her childhood, tie that into it. <clears throat> You take away the methods of what would be considered traditional dating, and then you've created a world where a woman can solidly just benefit off of being taken places by men. Benefited. <clears throat> Everything paid for. And for some reason, even in that sense, she'll never find that. She'll never fuck that guy. She won't give any guy any sort of validation for it or, or give him anything of kindness or consideration, but she'll keep that guy around for, for the opportunity of the dates. <clears throat> so by going rogue, in, in a sense for me, is like, I'm not fooled by the Disney bullshit. Like I've invested time, effort, money into women before that eight years and even a little after because <clears throat> My last relationship, I think it was seven years ago. So I'm 33 now. So, you know, you do the math. So during that time, I think, what, 26 or some shit. I think 26. I, <clears throat> I was invested too much into women. Not just one woman, just women in general. To where I lost my sense of value and purpose <clears throat> and only could measure it to what a woman would expect. There has to come as a man where you find the self-fulfillment of generally being to yourself or having a small group of people that you can bounce genuine thought and idea with then rather just people you shoot the shit and talk about. like barbershop talk like all that shit to me I think we're past that. I think as a species, as just a group of men across the world and just just across the country alone, the intelligence, we, 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 we would have a lot of better things to talk about, things that can actually affect the ones under us and not the ones under us being of the ones under us as in experience and of age and generation. Rather than just be the guy who sits around and says, this generation's lazy, this generation's this, this generation's that, 
let's do something now that can help the generation coming up because they're going to have the biggest challenges. E-thoughts are just going to be like a pop star at the time that they get older because that's the direction we're going. Because even with humans and civilians and people who aren't famous, we get old, but these celebrities, they get old and they die out hard. That's why they end up on drugs, they end up in rehab, etc. They can't handle that possibility that all that money that they've made is going to stop coming. And it's what they've invested in, <clears throat> in the time being, that actually puts them in a better predicament when the time is up. Everybody's time is up. We talked about mortality in a, in a, in a, in a fashion. Where people will allow death and just the inevitable being death prevent them from living. And me, I, I feel that I've been in places closest. I've been in I've been in in circumstances as close to hell as possible without getting burned. Or to go into a fire and come out unburned. Or to go into to go into a battlefield and come out unscarred. However you want to put it, I, I've been through those circumstances and I understand what death is. And I accept it. I accept it as much as life. Because I've lived, I've lived in that, I've lived in that position to where I was closer to death than I thought. You understand me? So there there's there's no there's no fear in dying. It's it's more of a fear of not being able to live the way I want to live. And like legitimately do shit that I want to do. I don't I don't I don't feel the need to be around a, a certain group of people to feel accepted or to feel or to have a fulfillment. Like, oh, okay. I got these group of niggas around me. So yeah, I must be the shit. Like, nah. For me, dude, like it's opposite for me. It's like because I ride solo and I do things on my own, I really feel successful because everything that I've done, I've done just on the strength and the hustle of myself. So it's more like a, it's a self-fulfillment rather than be a guy who's just out here try, trying to appease bitches, drawing money everywhere towards bitches. And bitches will just take it and benefit the next nigga that they fucking with it. These are facts. I heard, I heard this fucking, this video, I think, I think Coach Greg Adams did it. I was at work and I decided to listen to some Coach Greg Adams. Shout out to CGA, the free agent lifestyle. And um, <laughs> he was talking about Martin Lawrence because, you know, Martin Lawrence, he doing stand up. He back to doing stand up, man. I love Martin Lawrence, dude. Even like the big mama's house, like niggas know the rituals and shit that, you know, niggas do be wearing dresses and shit like Dave Chappelle exposed the shit before disappearing and going to Africa. But, and I believe this shit. And you see Ving Rhames, see all these masculine niggas with dresses on and shit. And you know, it's just a ritual to see how far these masculine men are willing to go in order to be successful. Are you willing to play a homosexual like Will Smith? Who was that, seven degrees of, uh, uh, seven degrees of separation or some shit? 
he was getting bent over and fucked by a white man. Now, I'm not I'm not a black power type of guy. I'm just calling this shit how I see it. I don't support Black Lives Matter. I do believe in empowerment as a black man, but I don't believe in black empowerment because most people aren't capable of understanding that there's sacrifices and compromises that need to be made. And I don't think we as a people, quote unquote, are able to have those discussions properly without any sort of criticism or this guy's a coon, that guy's that. And I'm not participating in that shit. We can square the fuck up. <laughs> fuck all that shit. Coon, what? All right, where, where, are, we, where are we meeting up? Because that, because like for me, and I, it's not just to be a tough guy. It's just me standing on who I am as a man. Where on what a coon really represents and what a coon generally comes from, I'm far from that. I had this conversation with people a lot. Like, if I was in the '60s, I would have had no choice. I would have had no choice but be a complete savage in a rebellion. Because, like, look, I I couldn't be. And this is an interesting conversation, just connected to race a little bit, just from my perspective. I couldn't live in the 60s and just be compliant. I would have I would have been taken out as soon as possible. I'm taking look, look, man. And it's not about it's about that mindset of. Whatever, however you want to look at it, you're back against the wall. Everybody's capable of killing. Everybody's capable of hurting. Everybody's like everybody's capable of it. It's that limit. And it's that feeling of it's that it's that matter of survival. Like I have to do this in order to survive. So because it's just based off a of survival instinct, I'll handle it now and deal with the consequences and the repercussions later. See, that's like that's a survivalist way of thinking. So today, like we're all, we got we got shit easy, dude. I'm I'm getting tired of hearing niggas complain, bro. Like we got shit easy. Compared to our uncles, aunts, older uh, older relatives and ancestors and shit, they like, they had it obviously harder. We got this. Shit. We on we on Dream Street. Motherfucker can't tell me I'm oppressed. Can't really tell me I'm I'm as oppressed as a white. I'm oppressed as a white man my age. And the white man, the white straight man is the most criticized and most hated man in society today. Now, I know black people don't want to hear this shit, but let me explain. See, feminism created a wave that affected the black community just as much as the white community. But because the black community is only but like 13 or 14 percent of the world's population, it's almost sort of swept under the rug while white people or white families as like. Tommy Sotomayor and a lot of other people say it. Minister Jap always says it, I think, where black people have always been the canary in the coal mine. We're like, we, every bad thing that generally happens, happens to us first. <laughs> like in this country, besides like, you know, genocide, well, never mind, including genocide, I guess, you know, slavery and everything that came along with that was some form or another. But, they <laughs> anything like 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 uh the Tuskegee the Tuskegee experiment experiment the Tuskegee experiment the chicken pox shit 
or the smallpox, the flu that they that they did on these they put on these blankets and they used for like black people the, the black people of the Tuskegee Air, Airmen or some shit. I don't know, something connected to that. There's that. There's a lot of examples that can be used. Slavery, even though slavery was essentially used worldwide. That's another thing like a lot of us don't understand that there was slavery before us as black people. Fucking Europeans are barbarians in nature. So they were fucking they were enslaving and putting each other in fucking chains long before niggas got even before white people even known who the fuck niggas are. They they were putting each other in slaves and shit, slavery and all that other crazy shit. That's why when bitches bitches talk about they like being chained up, that I don't I don't I don't fuck with that. It's gonna be a no for me, dog. So you soon as you say that shit, I'm saying to myself, oh nah, you're not getting me in no false allegation case, bitch. You ain't gonna do that to me. I ain't gonna let you tarnish my reputation, bitch. You got me fucked all the way up. <laughs> bitch got me all the way fucked up. Like, yeah, I like to be in chains and handcuffs and, you know, I like to be chained. I, I, I got like a choker that I usually put on during the act. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Um, a uh, bye-bye. Adios, you fucking skank. A <laughs> uh, bye-bye. A uh, bye-bye. Uh, bitches, like, 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 dudes... Like, I wouldn't say innocent because men are never innocent. I will say that. Like, any innocence that we had were primarily as children. Women have the... Women women have created, in a sense, with cosmetics and shit, the image... And this, I'm going to break this down like a science. They've created the image of innocence as women men who have that quote-unquote innocence are squares bitch niggas and guys who don't get pussy hold that right the innocence of a woman is something that guys will seek after and the innocence of a quote-unquote man from a woman is a guy who she will nine times out of ten curb ghost and avoid Hold that. Hold that. <clears throat> That's the truth. But here's the difference. The innocence of woman is strictly from cosmetics or from an image of beauty or from an image or look. It's not from the attitude, character, nor any sense of general purpose. No sense of general purpose. Right? Why, you may ask? Easy mode. Matter of fact, let me turn that up a little bit. This is why. Because this is what they live like. Is this easy mode? That's their life. That's why. Don't don't think too hard about this as man. I have to remind, and I, and I feel it's my responsibility since I'm talking about topics like this. Men, don't pay too much attention to that. Because that's the least that you generally have to think about if you're dealing with these women. Because they use men as just, you know, they use men as stepping stepping stones. Oh, well, this man has, you know, more than I do. He's worth more than I am. He's better than me. 
I should try my hardest to be with this guy. But if this guy's already fucking and this guy's already nutting up in you, he's already hitting you with the combo breaker, the one-two knockout. Combo breaker. You're already deplorable. Trash already, trash. You're already deplorable. Meaning he'll still he'll still deal with you because you're easy access at that point. That's why women 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 don't understand what they have until it's already used up. Women don't understand the power of what they have until it's already used up. I'm about to roll this joint. It's it's 10:30. We out here thugging. I've been recording. I've been recording since about seven, which I'm cool with that. I just figured I had to start a new episode because I was already getting on to uh, two hours and I wanted to do something throughout the weekend when most of these episodes can at least be under two hours. And I can upload them all separately instead of just wanting instead of just wanting to put all of the five hours together. I'll just take my time and upload it. Depending on what I do throughout the week, I may upload some episodes on Monday because I know on most Mondays I will not record. But I'll record something at the nighttime, like Monday night. But that will pretty much that that will be uploaded. Um, that'll be uploaded the following day, Tuesday, nine times out of ten. I'm not even thinking about the week. I'm not even thinking about work. I'm thinking about this chronic that I'm pulling. Now, I I don't, because you know, you guys know, I mentioned this a couple times, because I do smoke the chronic. Shout out to Undead Chronic, actually. But I do smoke the reefer, but I don't go to dispensaries. And I um from, from 20, from the 21st of April, this past month, New Jersey has legalized the purchase of medicinal marijuana, meaning an average bloke like myself can just walk into a dispensary, ID in hand, say I want some reefer and buy it and be like, cool, thanks. I might still do that tomorrow. We're going to make that a, we should make that an episode, man. I think that'd be pretty funny. Me just going to a dispensary, low key recording. These niggas won't know. I'm a gangster like that. I'll record it. The experience inside of the building. I might just buy like a couple pre rolls because I know those niggas. <laughs> niggas be trying to make money. See, that's why. That's why government essentially isn't shit. Because the government could have been making money for the. They were sitting on cash. But they looked at it as, well, we can lock more people up with this shit and we can make it we can make it more fundable by outlawing it, therefore getting more people incarcerated for having it on them than just making it legal and just capitalize off the fucking plant itself. What a surprise. Gotta love it, though. Only in America. I think we were the 19th state to have passed this bill in which... I am now sitting in my car, rolling up a joint, not concerning who's driving by me because I don't give a fuck. Even when I, even when this shit was illegal, I still didn't give a fuck. And today, it just so happens that <laughs> I don't give a fuck still, right? But 
I, you know, I even talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago where because it's legal, it's actually like, I don't want to do it now. <laughs> and it's not because like to be cool or not. And it's just like, well, fuck. And all y'all niggas is doing the government. All they doing is, is taking the plant and taxing the fuck out of it. Shit. I know niggas that's going to sell me this shit for cheaper and, and it's going to be more potent. It's going to be gassy. I'm trying to, I'm trying to roll gas. You know what I'm saying? Fire. Chronic. I'm trying to roll a spliff of something serious. That I'm gonna I'm gonna smoke three times and cough the fuck cough my fucking lungs out. That's that's what I need. And that's what I'm rolling right now, by the way. That's probably the sound that you're hearing. These papers. These raw organics. Want to make sure this shit is rolled properly. So far, so good. You know what's funny? Growing up, and I know niggas, niggas worldwide, bro. Like, niggas, and I can say this with sincerity. People worldwide, but mostly niggas. Blacks, Afro-Americans, Afro-Latinos. All that shit. All that, Right? When it came to, like, smoking weed, didn't you have, like, somebody who just, like, they called themselves, like, oh, yeah, be, be, I be rolling the craziest, rolling the fattest blunts. Like, niggas will always, like, it's like an Olympic. It's like the idea of Olympics just when it comes to rolling weed. Like, niggas swear they roll the best joints, they roll the best blunts. And around my way, not to toot my own horn, but I was... I was just one of the people, like one of the younger heads that was just smoking joints anyway. So in raw papers, I would just get the super big raw papers like what I have now and just roll joints that are the size of most people's blunts. And before before that, like, you know, growing up, it was always like Philly blunts and like Dutch masters and shit, like Vegas and shit where niggas would actually take out the leaf. Well, that's mostly white boy shit. No disrespect. Well, I, a, lot, a lot of people that I smoked with that were Caucasian, they bought Dutches, and I would see them huffing on the leaf because they would actually take the leaf off, peel the leaf off, and then split the Dutch, <clears throat> roll the Dutch with the paper first, and then grab the leaf and wrap the leaf around. I, I never understood the concept even to this day, if somebody gives me a blunt, and I've had arguments with, with these niggas, white boys and shit that would do this shit, because then they'll give me a Dutch and be like, yo, roll this, and then I'll take it, grab a knife, and cut the whole shit down the middle. He's like, yo, what are you doing, man? You're supposed to leaf it. I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I told him. I'm like, I'm like, nigga, shut the fuck up. I'm rolling this shit, man. I sat there and watched a nigga roll something for like 15 minutes. It wasn't even spectacular. Um, I just rolled a joint in like two minutes flat. This shit ain't, and this shit gonna hit. And this is gas. Like, niggas will take 15, 20 minutes to de-leaf a Dutch to roll up regular. These niggas rolling up Reggie, man. Trash already, trashed. And we smoking gas night after night. Smoke weed every day. Every night. Smoke weed every day. Damn, son, where'd you find this? That's, that's what we smoke every day. And just on, 
like just growing up, I I can just remember it's like nostalgic because I'm I'm like I'm in I'm pretty much in my neighborhood. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get the fuck out of this bitch, but I'm pretty much in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been in this motherfucker since '96. In this town, at least. Well, I've been in this town before that. Because my grandpa was no longer present in this plane of existence. He lived like maybe four or five blocks from where I'm at. And I grew up, a good portion of my childhood was in that house. The house is not even up anymore. They tore that shit down. That's how old the fucking... That's how old the fucking house was. (laughs) Oh, man, it's crazy. But, like, I'm I'm in a route of, like, my stopping ground. So every time I went to the store or any time I went skating, I would always take this road that I'm currently parked on. So when I I think about blunts and shit and, like, rolling up dutches and damn near fighting niggas because I I decided to split a fucking dutch down instead of fucking taking off the leaf and all that, it just brings up that funny... You know, those funny moments. Now, I just smoke weed just to do it. I don't even... I mean, I get high as shit. Don't get it fucked up. But I'm not like... I'm only smoking like this now because why the fuck not? These are like solid papers. A lot of people who... And I've gotten a lot of people on raw papers. Like, dead ass. Like, there was a lot of people who didn't smoke papers, didn't, didn't like joints. But I was explaining to them what raw papers generally are, which when it comes to like papers, they're like the most natural thing that you can have. And you can roll, you can roll a good amount of weed in these shits. And this shit will actually hold, this shit will actually hold rather than um, most, most motherfucking blunts. Like if you smoke blunts, you'll know that, you know, certain blunts can be dry as fuck. Certain certain blunts can be dry as shit. You know what I mean? It can be old. Motherfuckers don't be paying attention. Because most of these most of these Indians and Middle Easterns, and no disrespect, but let's be honest, most of them niggas be in them stores. Okay? Fuck that. You're not gonna you you're not gonna do me like Joe Biden. I'm conservative. I fuck with Trump. Like I said before, that's how I get bitches to not fuck with me. That's all I got to say. I tried that with one bitch, but she ended up being a Trump supporter. So I was like, damn, I don't even like this bitch like that. Now I got to find another way to annoy. See me, I won't just tell a bitch I don't like her. I want to I wanna annoy the fuck out of her. So now she gets to a point where not only she won't talk again, but she won't talk to me ever again. <laughs> I'm that type of nigga like, yo, if I'm burning a bridge, I need another can of gasoline for this. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I'm burning the bridge, then I need another gasoline. I need another can of gasoline. Stat. We're going to fuck around and blow the bridge up. You feel me? <laughs> Let's get back to the motherfucking video, though. You know, they want to have a relationship and stuff like that. But if you ask them if they're like, are they wife material? The answer is generally no. I just want a husband that can cook. It's called cooking, not wow. cook queen. Dumb, retarded, meaningless bitches. Typical, 
typical fashion. Like, I couldn't even play 10 fucking seconds of this shit without saying something. First of all, this goes back to what I usually talk about, where women want this new age lifestyle to where they can do what men do, but still want a man to be traditional. She can go out there, suck and fuck anything. But she still wants the man who's the gentleman at the end of the day. Now, keep in mind, you already fucked that up. If woman, you know a woman's down bad when she asks for a husband. And I know that sounds crazy, but bitches don't think responsible until they're completely defeated in most cases. When you're the female failure who's a single mother on dating apps looking for men, understand this isn't this isn't to offend you. It's just stating the facts that the expectations that you still have shouldn't exist. Because what were you doing two years ago? Where was you at 10 years ago? On the cock carousel? That's where she was at. She was on the cock carousel. She was fucking anything out there that would give her attention. Well, correction. She would fuck anything out there that would give her attention and, and fuck her right. You know what I mean? Fuck her with authority. Because beta males aren't going to fuck a bitch like with, with authority. You know, a bitch ain't going to sexually dominate a woman if she wants it. Let me just say it. Let me just correct myself. She's not going to take that that type of rough sex from a beta male because he's not able to really carry himself with that character or a man with beta characteristics instead of beta male. And I try not to use beta male, that term. I just use like beta in, in a sense of characteristics, right? She's not, she's not going to, she knows she's not going to get that. She's not going to get the tingles. From fucking betas. Like betas can't fuck her with authority. So she's going to fuck the guys. Who ironically don't really give a shit about her. Which is why. The sex that she gets from these men. Is fulfilling to her. And those men don't even have real interest. Not in her. A part of her maybe. Obviously. But other than that. Nothing else. Nothing special. So time and time again, you got these bitches, plates, occasional plates for certain value of men that they actually want to be with that are treating her like the piece of trash she generally is. Get back in the kitchen, King. Make me a sandwich. Hmm. I'm sure that there would actually be dudes out there who would be willing to make you meals and cook for you. That's why I'm not really mad. He's, look, he's going to be mad. This guy is going to be mad. And it's understandable why he's mad, but I understand it now. It's a point where a woman gets too full of herself, right? You're too, you're way too full of yourself as woman, right? So, like I said before, she wants the experience that only 20% of men usually get where they can just go around and be with a bunch of women and demand things because of what they have 
as man. They want that as woman. A woman can't do that without A, being a prostitute, B, a porn star, or some sort of escort, or any sort of fancy way they can come up with just being a hooker. And reason why is, if a woman is just seen for her beauty by man, she's she's no more than a sex object. But a woman will still choose that over any form of responsibility or any other commitment that involves work. That's That's just the truth. You're going to see a rise in OnlyFans. You're going to see a rise of bitches going live on IG. You're going to see a live you're going to see you're going to see a rise in bitches feeling important just because they're women. But you want to understand something. Men who are not participating. Men who are moving to bigger and better things. Men with a fucking purpose that doesn't involve bitches. Men who actually have a drive and who are able to get things done without the validation or need of really other people. It's going to be our time as well. So do understand, you're going to see a rise of sloppy bitches with nothing to really offer you. Talk about what they expect from you while doing and making and accomplishing absolutely nothing nothing they're not they're not they're not really accomplishing building creating they'll manifest it i like to use that they'll manifest this shit and try to bring positive things to the world and into existence these goofy bitches don't know what the fuck they're even talking about most of the time you see me right now i'm babbling but I'm still breaking some shit down. I, I, I do this shit in my sleep. I, this is easy to me. Most women, like I brought up last night, they'll make a, they'll make common, they'll have a common thought, like common sense. They'll use logic and pretend it's like the best thing since sliced bread. Because bitches are not usually logical. They're usually emotional. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at society, man. Fuck this bullshit. Get tired of this shit. Because women, see, the, see, this is the difference between a nagging bitch and an incel. Remember this. Get your notepads out. <laughs> Get your notepads out. Right? This only difference between a nagging bitch and an incel is a nagging bitch will always get dick. An incel is an incel by name, right? Involuntary celibacy. They're not getting bitches. And what they'll do is their their aggression, the, these motherfuckers have like an aggression thing. When they reach a certain point where they can't find, they can't, they, they find men like this everywhere they go, meaning they're only viewed as a sex object. And the guys that give them the attention aren't the guys that really give her anything. Like they're not, they're not, they're not making progress. They're not generally doing shit. So what they'll always be looking for is a guide to do for them. And in a normal society, we would, we would simply accept that responsibility for that bitch. And we would go forward. 
We wouldn't sit back. Like, think about it like this. Guys wouldn't complain as much about A, bitch not being committed enough, or C, no, B, bitch even being um, worth anything if a bitch was just reasonable. You can't, you can't expect a bitch to be faithful if she's already been going through people, tender, social media, dating, other dating apps. You can't, you can't really depend on a woman to really be trustworthy at that point. I think it's what I said in the last episode where, and I've said this before, women get to a point, it's either... It's either they reach a point to where they feel they're attractive enough to go forward and be as hypergamous as they truly think they can be, but they don't possess those abilities that the women who can have. Like those women, those women will run circles around men while attracting other men in the process. It's that Jezebel. It's it's that Jezebel spirit. It's it's a Jezebel. It's a Jezebel spirit. So she's always gonna look up a man. A man most of, most of the time. Sure, and in a, in a logical sense, we would like to have the best thing or the next best thing or whatever's under that. But most guys are taught to settle, dude. Simps. Simps will. Simps will just settle in the aspect of. You're not getting nothing from the women. Remember this. You're not getting nothing from the women. Whatever time effort, energy, money that a scent puts in, the guys that are usually fucking the bitch that the guy is sent, that the bitch is being sent on by are bringing less to the table, most of the time, half of that to the table. They're not, they're not sitting there They're not sitting there really thinking about the long run of shit. They're just willing to give the woman everything right away. He's willing to rush into the relationships. And I think most guys understand that because they've been in those situations. Most guys been in those situations. They putting in too much time. They putting in too much energy. They putting in too much money. Too much resources into these type of tramps. And it sucks because there's guys my age who are trying to get back into the dating market and they get fooled by these women who appear innocent where 10 years ago, you know where they were at. carousel you know what I mean that's where them bitches were at so don't let the innocence fool you today with these type of bitches man
Um, but in fact, there are men out there who would be willing to do that for you. So my question is, where are they? If that's what you quote unquote want, uh, where exactly are those men? Because there would be one there if you actually, if that's actually what you wanted. Uh, but of course, you know, the words don't really match up, do they? It's Friday night and I'm going on a date. It's Valentine's Day weekend. Here's the thing. And the guy I'm going on a date with is going to meet me in front of this restaurant. So let's see. Hey, are we going to have a second date? Second date? Oh, no. I like him already. Sheesh. I know that was probably a joke anyway, but that is funny. That bitch said, are we going to have a second date? The guy looked at him like, excuse me? He said, second date? Hell no. Sound like he was being sarcastic, though. But still, you know, even if he was being sarcastic, it's still a good way to start off. See, me, my way into the door is always going to be some form of humor. I'm able to be I'm able to be funny without making an ass out of myself. See what I mean? So that that's like a hidden talent amongst people. You know what I mean? So it's always good to be able to lighten the mood, especially when, you know, there's something, you know, that need that that, that sort of energy is needed, you know, to be able to bring something to the room that is, you know, can can lighten the mood a bit, you know, come with that positive, that positive energy can really lighten the mood. With bitches, like that shit, because like women, women who don't try to be funny are funny to me. It's just the women who try to be funny, they're usually not funny people. Um... There's a couple of comics that I can mention, like female comics that that are really actual funny people. But like Amy Schumer, she's not one of those people. She's not one of those people. I don't care who who's talking or who's telling me, oh, this person's funny. You just have to listen. It's mostly it's going to be a bitch saying it. So I'm just going to get the response. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Go somewhere. You don't know comedy. You don't know what how can you how can women know comedy when they can we when they can barely communicate? <laughs> they can barely like communicate without breaking the fuck down or without just malfunctioning. How is it even fucking possible? Like, see that's why. Like with me, it's it's more like it's more of a comedic sense of it's a comedic release when talking about modern women. And it's not like women as a whole. <coughs> I've already made that point, but I always have to drive it back to its original origin. Um, the women the women that I've came across who were genuine they were either, this is how I look at it. They were either, they were either just there by happenstance or it was like me finally making a good decision and communicating with people. <laughs> that's, and that's honestly what it was. Like a, a lot of the women who I've dealt with, who I generally see as still very decent people, 
I'll never say a bad thing about them, even though there were bad moments. But I can still look back at that person and go, you know, those were those were pretty good times. You know what I'm saying? But there's also bitches and these fucking tramps that I've also made mistakes on um, dealing with in terms of relationships. And I don't have that same thought. <laughs> I can't. I can look. I look past it now. Like I don't have. I don't have any. I technically don't have any like ill will towards them. It's just I'm at a point in my life where I can't really look at that and go, oh well, there was great. There was good things. Like nah, it didn't outweigh the bad. You see what I mean? Like I'm realistic enough, and not to be like optimistic to a point where it's like. I'm completely delusional and I don't know what's really taking place. No. I try to have like enough realism. I gotta turn on this air, dude. Um, I'm just more realistic. So like bitches, for me, bitches compared to like woman, woman and bitch isn't one and the same but woman is capable of being bitch. See, that's all That's all it really breaks down to. Women aren't all bitches. It's just all women are capable of it. Just like all men aren't dogs and all men aren't trash, but if they're given the opportunity to be trash that they... See, the trash... Listen, the trash that they assume guys to be are the guys that fucked them, which is ironically the guys who are less attracted to them are the ones who are actually going to be attended to her, which she doesn't give a fuck about it. She only wants, she only wants that high value from those type of guys. And if those guys can't handle that and those guys aren't capable or they'll try to emasculate a man, they're not man enough, right? Then they're trash. That's what women, that's what the Tommy Lawrence were talking about. See, a lot of the guys who are the 80%, who are generally invisible to that bitch anyway, y'all got offended by that. Y'all felt that. Niggas like me, I already knew what the bitch was talking about. She's talking about the men who are in her caliber of money and status. That's what she was talking about. She was talking about those men are trash. It was just her, she was in such a fucked up headspace like most of these bitches get to around her age any goddamn way. She was just in a fucked up headspace where she wasn't willing to really specify what she meant. She just wanted it to be out there because she felt some type of way. Because all bitches do is feel. You know what I'm saying? That's all these that's all these bitches do is feel. So of course they're gonna they're gonna come up with rants. They're gonna talk about men are this and that. Men are deplorable. They can say all the shit they want. No problem. But watch us as men. You know, generally, watch us speak out against these fucking tramps. And these fucking hoes. And, and let's see. Let's actually see what takes place. Let's see what happens. 
it'll be our experiment. Men will be fucking canceled worldwide. Men will be fucking crucified, castrated, whatever term you want to use. Guys would be sacrificed to the gods. Just to make a point where women will just prove, see, men, these men hate us, this and that, whatever. We hate your energy. I, I A woman's energy today, I really can't stand it. So, like I said today, when women hit me up, I know they're hitting me up for what I can offer and what I have rather than who I am. So my reason of not dealing with bitches is just that. And trust me, there's women who I've, I've just practically ghosted a bitch like just two hours ago that tried to hit me up. I just ignore it. I don't fucking because I know there's nothing genuine. There's nothing meaningful that's going to come from the interaction. And if I'm not going to hang out with bitches that I'm not attracted to, because that's just like retarded. You know what I'm saying? But other guys will, will, will compromise. That's why that mindset of if you compromise and begin to pedestalize or treat a bitch who doesn't deserve the treatment that you treat her with, you're never going to get great results. You're better off with the worst of the best than the best of the worst. Because the best of the worst is always going to think that they can't learn more. Or they can't, they can't benefit more. The worst of the best has examples of what they can become only if they put focus into themselves. See, a lot of people ain't going to catch that. A lot of people ain't going to understand this message. Some of you do. Some of you niggas, y'all get it. Some of you women get it. And I get it. I, I'm, I'm paying attention to the algorithms and whatever the fuck they call them shits. The uh, statistics and all that shit throughout you know, the viewership and audience of the podcast. I pay attention to this shit. I'm in tune with this shit, okay? Y'all y'all understand what I'm saying. It's better for a man to deal with a woman who is the worst of the best. What do I mean by that? Believe it or not, standards, <laughs> morals, ethics, and values, the way that Hammerhand would say it, it's very important to a man still today. A bitch can be the most attractive thing in, in the world and can be the most wicked cunt of the fucking universe. Don't get the aesthetics, the makeup, the hair, the weaves, the extensions, all this. Don't get all that shit fucking mixed. Don't, don't, don't even put that. You would have to. <clears throat> and like I said, this breaks down to compartmentalizing a woman. Okay, if a woman's just a hunk of flesh, then she's just a hunk of flesh. Meaning, all she is, she's a self-proclaimed sex object. She has an OnlyFans. She has, she's a, she's considered a quote-unquote IG model, right? She puts herself in those circumstances, right? Now, she's only doing this for short-term validation, but she's not thinking about the long-term effects. She's not thinking about the fact that for now on, she's going to be a sex object. If she has a child, her child's going to grow up knowing the fact that her, her, his, his or her mother was a sex object. But women don't think about that like that. 
they don't think about it. They they're too busy on the cop carousel. They're too busy throwing their lives away, being tramps essentially, unsuccessful tramps, I may add. And we're not even halfway through this video, and I know how long are we in this? It's almost two hours. I want to keep my word. So, like I said, we're gonna break this shit down piece by piece. This is the way that I want to do shit. So this is the way that I'm going to do shit. Um, I still have like the video, and I still have like the audio clipped. So anytime, which will be tomorrow morning, probably in 12 hours, exactly around 11 a.m. is when I'll start recording again and we'll play off from that part. We still got a lot to get into, but this is how I'm doing it with the Red Pill Weekend. Did something earlier in which I'm actually going to upload that either tonight or tomorrow morning. This episode will probably be uploaded tomorrow afternoon. Like I, how how I'm organizing this shit, I'm gonna do it. It's gonna be in a reasonable fashion. It's gonna be presentable. You're gonna hear a lot of a lot of waffling, a lot of side rants, a lot of the realities, the harsh realities, the realism from my perspective, the transparency from my perspective. In which, like I said earlier, and I mean this, as a guy, long if you if you live long enough, as they say, if you live long enough as a hero, well, as a hero, you live long enough to become a villain or some shit like that. Meaning, if you were that nice guy, if you were that guy that believed in genuine commitment, if you were that guy that believed in uh, love and and being being in relationships and happily ever after. <clears throat> if you are if you are lucky enough, I'll say that, if you're lucky enough to get to a point where you're 30 something, you don't have children, you don't have responsibility or commitment to a woman, you are very, very fortunate. Now, don't let society fool you and tell you that you're a loser because you don't really view a lot of women today worth the commitment. Don't let society fool you. You are actually the one benefiting. And keep in mind, a lot of the females who say this about men are ones who are already single mothers. They can't say shit. Translation, they can't really say anything and be taken serious. And, 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 <clears throat> in a form of a relationship, let me drink some more of this tea. Hold on. Oh man, like they can't really say shit. Like even women who like that's why I tell guys, or you don't, you don't feel, you don't sympathize with these bitches that boohoo and cry. <clears throat> that Chad doesn't want to be with them the way that they want to be with them. You don't cry over that. Because them bitches, like, you have to understand, like, they really choose to be that way. Like, they choose, they choose to be the way that they are in, in a sense of being problematic. Where, where, like, if a guy, guys wouldn't want 
Guys wouldn't want conversation, let alone commitment from these women. Because even if a guy who doesn't have experience of being with women, they have an understanding of being around women. Most guys don't even have the way or the gifted gab to really talk to and communicate with women. So they're, they're always going to have sort of that envy and that hatred for men who can do it or just women for not being able to communicate with them or, or not having the want or desire to communicate with them, right? Now, if you've even communicated with certain women long enough where you've gotten to a point where, okay, this woman's attractive because it is, or this bitch has certain qualities that are unattractive to me. You know that you'll be able to break down the women that you would want to deal with and the women you'd rather have nothing to do with. For me, <clears throat> to be honest, <laughs> it's this mixture of old, like, like it's, it's old defeated bitches, right? Like, bitches who are, like, spiritually gone, right? <clears throat> and just women who aren't even really worth the time and effort. Who tend to look at me as the one that they want commitment from. And I tell these women in a way that they can understand, like, I'm not interested in that. And if they drive it a little further, I'll say, I'm not interested in that with you. I'm not interested in that with you. Whatever you, whatever you think of me, whatever you expect of me, throw it out. I'm not going to try to be that. I don't want to be that. I'll be the complete opposite of that just to get you away from me. Like, please understand. Like, like that's just how, that's just how I view shit. Let me just be honest. That's how I view it. Because women can be as invasive as they want, right? They can be super invasive. Matter of fact, we're gonna push this a little bit over two hours. Cause why the fuck not? They can be as invasive as they want to be, right? Just on, just on value of, just on value of being woman and being desired no, no matter what. That's why these cunts and these, these whores get somewhere in life because men have simplified women to just pussy. It's just women don't understand the inside joke. Why do you think a bitch can get $50 million on OnlyFans? Does she talk on OnlyFans? Does she make important messages and speeches on OnlyFans? No, she shows titties and ass. Why do you think men pay for it? Because that's all they want from those type of women. Titties and ass. Do you think that stops women? <laughs> Just that OnlyFans? No. When bitches see... When men see you, they see sex. Now... This can just be broken down into how men are. 
on just a biological instinct, like just sex and survival and shit like that. Or it can just be the way certain guys think, like myself, more animalistic, barbaric, like publicly, socially barbaric. I'd rather not be bothered by people, but I'll have meaningful conversation if necessary. Um, intellectual, if you will, pseudo intellectual type of conversation if necessary. But other than that, bitch, I don't give a fuck about no fucking small talk or dumb shit like that. Small talk is like something, and for people who never heard that term, because a lot of people probably never heard of the term small talk, believe it or not. Small talk is just like, when you go to a barber shop, it's, it's those type of conversations. It's barbershop top, type of uh, topics. It's nothing too crazy, but it, it's, it's, it's something related to, to culture as a whole or pop culture and what is influential to culture itself, right? That's really what the conversation boils on. Yeah, so like, <laughs> small talk... Like like that like like I said it's that it's that barbershop talk you know what I mean I'm out here in Taco Bell like a fucking idiot I know I shouldn't have went to this fucking place these people come out of the woodwork and it's always like this busy I'm near this busy intersection there's no there's no fucking there's no lights, no traffic lights. Every side, every side of this turn has a yield sign. And everybody is supposed to slow down when they get to this section. Well, I'm luckily, I got through it. Everybody's supposed to slow down in this section, but everybody just goes as fast as possible. Notorious for accidents, but anyway, small talk is like women's shit. Where, like, guys will have it too. Like, oh yeah, you see the game last night. Dumb, dumb shit like that. that. That's like small talk. Things that can actually affect us as a community and affect us as a people. We don't have those conversations. And that bothers me sometimes. You feel me? When these conversations pop up, because it's a person that they might not accept that conversation from, they'll dismiss it. And I make this point a lot. Um, a celebrity who makes the same fucking points, or they can even, they don't even, they can, they cannot mention 85% of what you say, but because they mention that 15% of who they are, they'll be known worldwide. See what I mean? And I think the red pill... The red pill to a point, put the sunroof on, open. I think the red pill now is being oversaturated by just the idea that a guy can come with a message, a t-shirt and a book, and it's a quick way to make it come up. I think that's what the red pill is essentially turning into. Hey look, the same way and I'm very honest about this. The same way that I mentioned guys who consider themselves MGTOW at one point. They've considered themselves MGTOW, they've included it in their messages and what they talk about. And then all of a sudden one day, they don't represent it anymore. 
Now, do these guys deserve to be called shills and, like, double agents? Not really. I think everybody has a right to move on in a certain place in life. With me, the red pill would always represent a lifestyle to me. Where I'm at a point where I understand what's going on around me. And I'm not participating for a reason. I'm not just going to sit back, though, and give up on myself and what I have to offer as man. And I'm not going to equate that to the acceptance of a woman. There's a major difference. You see, a lot of guys, they'll get this shit mixed up with black pill. And no, that's not what this shit is about. Simply because I'm telling you as a man that you still have worth as man. Whether women, whether certain women or women in general see it in you or not. Remember that. And oh, and, and like, this is where guys really fuck up. Like, their choices in pedestalizing women and not really valuing what, or not even thinking about what they generally have, that's what really fucks them up. They'll always, they'll always be the guys who will be without. But, like, most of us go without anyway. By instinct, we're taught survival. We're taught survival in that sense alone, that there's going to be times where we're not going to have the things that we want. But we have opportunity to work towards those things. A lot of us have taken losses, so it's not like a, it's not a situation where, you know, motherfuckers would really look at this shit as, oh, well, I can't get with this woman because of that, so I just give up. I think that's more, less than likely to happen today. The reason is simple. Guys have no choice but to deal with this shit. Women, women can live in fantasy land. Women, women can pretend. They can spend their entire lives pretending everything's fine. All they need is a guy with this amount of money. All they need is a guy with this amount of credibility. Right, and, and they can blame those men for her failures. If a man were to ever blame a woman for his failures, he would be a he would be a certified fucking loner, piece of shit. If a man were to ever say, "I'm in a position because of X, Y, and Z," and women. He's going to be considered a fucking joke. They're not going to like people. People aren't going to look at him and be sympathetic. Women sure as fuck won't. Guys will make fun of the guy as they should. As they fucking should. Because they know. They know a man who's defeated. Because a lot of guys, they've been they've been in those corners before. They know what that's like. So guys like myself who mention this shit, I don't mention it in a sense of a a joking matter. Yeah, sorta. I mention it in that sense. But I don't 
I don't do it to generally make fun of those guys because guys who are honest about it, they've been in those situations. You know, but they feel that they may feel that they got a reputation or they got something that they have to protect. They got to protect the image. They got to protect a belief system of being whoever or whatever that other people expect them to be. And those guys, they'll always be, they'll always generally be the fucking failures at the end of the day. That's why I always say, like, a lot of you guys, y'all fuck with the PUAs. Hey, man. Nothing personal, but just from my point of view, I think those are the most disingenuous men that you're going to find in the so-called manosphere. Because the PUAs, they're going to teach you their way. They'll, they'll, they'll teach you. They'll teach you their way of getting bitches, but that's their way. And their way may just be be a fucking simp and pedestalize bitches. That may just be their their ticket in. That's it. So they're just going to teach you what they know as if you are them. But you're not, are you? You are your own person, are you? You do have your own fucking freedom of thought, right? You do still have your morals, principles, and values, correct? So of course you're going to think and operate differently. This ain't, this ain't for everybody. Very direct when I speak about that. Because there's other people who will try to sell you something and say it can work for any and everybody. For guys to really understand these messages and understand these episodes, they have to really have been through some serious shit to really grasp, resonate, and understand and overstand what the fuck I'm talking about. You feel me? But yeah, we're like nearly two hours and 12 minutes, second part, so this is the third hour of the entire day. Tomorrow, we're going to put in the same amount of pain. That's what we, We're not even putting in work anymore. We're putting in pain. With this red pill, man, we're putting in pain. And I say we because, you know, the red pill is everybody. Everybody that I mention, all the videos and content creators that I play, in one, in one way, shape, or form or another, we are in, you know, the same position as men. And through that understanding... There's a common common courtesy that at least I, I believe in as in, you know, giving credit, showing respect to those out there that's doing the work. And the guys like myself who are stepping out on these platforms and really starting to make some noise. You know what I mean? It's 11.26 and it's time for me to split. Or it's 11.26 and it's time for me to dip. Jersey Judah Red Pill Party podcast tip, right? <laughs> Stop. Get ready to sign off. Um, like I said, tomorrow we're going to continue off Taylor Lafine as usual. I think we're going to grab another video. Hopefully, Replicant Fish. Shout out to Replicant Fish. If I can't find anything new, then I'll go back into the archives of his channel and mention something with his video. But with all that being said, man. The, the weekend continues, man. Saturday is done. I literally have 30 minutes until Sunday is here. And that's my final day before I have to go back to go back to this fucking job. So we're going to we're going to we're going to put in a lot of pain tomorrow. But in the meantime and in between time until next time. Jersey Judah.
Red Pill Party Podcast. Signing out. Peace.